0: to Rejoicing Heart Ministries. We hope everyone is having a great day. This is Robin Donna Litwin here to encourage you with the Word of God. Today we've been teaching about married couples having an awesome relationship with God together. Our reading is from Paul's first letter to the Corinthians, chapter 7, verses 32 through 35. But I would have you without carefulness. He that is unmarried cares for the things that belong to the Lord, how he may please the Lord. But he that is married cares for the things that are of the world, how he may please his wife. There is a difference also between a wife and a virgin. The unmarried woman cares for the things of the Lord, that she may be holy both in body and in spirit. But she that is married cares for the things of the world, how she may please her husband. And this I speak for your own profit, not that I may cast a snare upon you, but for that which is comely, and that you may attend upon the Lord without distraction.
1: Today's teaching is called Avoid Marital Distractions. This reading starts out with the Apostle Paul stating that he would have you without carefulness. He is saying that you should not be worried or concerned, but he continues on stating that a man that is unmarried cares for the things of the Lord and how he may please the Lord. This did not only apply to men, but to women too. Paul goes on in our reading talking about how a married man cannot focus as much time on the Lord because he is preoccupied with taking care of his wife. Paul also talks about a virgin, referring to the unmarried woman, which, as a side point to this teaching, clearly shows that everyone should be a virgin until they get married. Here Paul was comparing the married and unmarried woman just like he did the man, showing that the married woman, just like the married man is concerned for his wife, will be worried or concerned about pleasing her husband. Paul was clearly stating, That anyone that did not marry would keep their focus on God better than married people because of these marital distractions. Paul was urging everyone to put their relationship with God first and foremost in their lives even before marriage. The Apostle Paul made it very clear earlier in this chapter that it is better to marry than to commit fornication, which is sexual relations between two unmarried people. In 1 Corinthians chapter 7 verse 2, Paul wrote, Nevertheless, to avoid fornication... Let every man have his own wife, and let every woman have her own husband. So earlier in this same chapter, Paul said it is better to get married and have a wife or husband than to fornicate. But he went on in the same chapter to explain it is better to be single and focus on the Lord because your spouse will cause you to be distracted from your relationship with the Lord. Obviously, the Apostle Paul was created to stay single and focus on the Lord because that is what he did through the strength of Jesus. God did not create everyone to stay single, as shown in Genesis chapter 5 verse 2. Male and female created he them. God created us to be married, one man to one woman, and that was in the beginning. Jesus was quoted using this verse during his earthly ministry in Mark chapter 10 verse 6 and Matthew chapter 19 verse 4. Now that you know that God created most people to be married, what can you do to avoid the distractions from your marriage that hinder your relationship with the Lord? First. You have to make a total commitment to your relationship with Jesus. After you make a total commitment to Jesus, make your commitment to Jesus with your husband or wife. It is that simple. We strongly urge you to make this commitment together. Seek God's help and strength to do it. And this commitment should not only be a one-day-per-week relationship with God, such as going to church together on Sunday. It is an everyday relationship with God. For us, this means that every day we spend time together reading the Holy Bible, singing worship songs to the Lord, and praying at least two times. Over time, this has become more important to us than any other part of our day. In fact, we sometimes push it off too late at night to finish other things because we both know that we won't go to bed until we do it. This is something that God taught us to do to enrich our relationship with Him and with each other. Together, we make Jesus our priority in life, and we have seen our marriage get so much better this way. This is because the Holy Spirit in a born-again believer helps you to be a better spouse. You may be laughing right now saying there is no way we could do that every day, but that's truly a thought only the devil wants you to believe. When you make God a daily priority in your marriage, he takes away all your concerns about pleasing your wife or husband, because he will give you the desires of your heart. As King David wrote in Psalm chapter 37, verse 4, delight thyself also in the Lord and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. God will bless you by giving you the desire in your heart to do awesome things for your wife or husband that you wouldn't normally think about. God will personally tend to the things of your spouse for you, better than you could ever do it yourself. All you have to do is what Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. Trusting in the Lord is so important to seeing this blessing on your marriage. Start today by praying together and by simply reading one psalm together and see how it goes. When you see that it feels good to do, sing a worship song together. You will be amazed how strong the presence of the Lord is when you do these things together. This presence of the Lord is spoken of in the Gospel according to Matthew chapter 18 verse 20. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Think about that for a moment. If you are together with your spouse and reading the Bible or praying, you are gathered together in Jesus' name, which means he will be right there in your midst, which means in the middle. He will be right between you. How awesome is it to think if a married couple is doing anything with Jesus in mind, Jesus is right there with them. Thank you, Jesus. In Psalm 22, verse 3, it says that God dwells in our praises, but thou art holy, O thou that inhabitest the praises of Israel. Put some serious thought into this verse. If you worship God, he dwells in your praises. If you sincerely try worshiping together as a married couple, I guarantee you will feel the presence of the Lord in your midst because you are still gathered in his name when you are praising him and he dwells in your worship. We can testify that this is true and works for us always. In conclusion, here is one last verse, a quote right out of Jesus' mouth that makes it even more significant that a husband and wife do these things together. Matthew chapter 18 verse 19 says, Again, I say unto you, that if two of you shall agree on earth, as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. This is telling you, that if you agree in prayer with your spouse, and of course it has to be in line with God's word, you will see your prayer answered. All this information shows you the awesome benefits of a husband and wife coming together in relationship with Jesus, causing them to easily avoid the marital distractions that takes them away from their own personal relationship with Jesus. Father, thank you for blessing us to have a wife or husband to enjoy right here, right now. Please give all married couples courage to come together in relationship with you through prayer, worship, and studying the Word. In Jesus' holy name, amen.
0: Thank you for listening to Rejoicing Heart today.